to this episode of the Wellness Triangle, your one-stop shop for all things spirit, mind, and body, brought to you by us, the Student Advocates for Wellness. I'm Hannah Day, and I'm a junior in the Applied Exercise Science program, and this is my second year being a part of the Student Advocates on campus. And I'm Erin Duffy. I'm a sophomore in the Applied Exercise Science program, and this is my first year with Student Advocates. On today's episode, we'll be talking about sex. As you can tell by the topic, some of this discussion might be a little awkward and uncomfortable, but we're gonna talk about it anyways, because that's what we do. And we are college students and trust us, we understand that talking about sex can be awkward and imagine being in our position recording this. <laughs> we also understand that you can like lose sight of why we actually have sex in the first place, which is why we, it's just because it's, it's fun. It feels good. It's a great time and it's a, it's a way to get closer to like your partner. Yeah, so that's what just we wanted to do with this episode is try to keep it light and fun. Um, and like Aaron said, sex is fun. That's why we have it. We wouldn't have sex if we didn't have fun or it wasn't enjoyable for us. Um, but a lot of that comes from being comfortable with yourself. Um, we're all changing. We're all growing. We're all going through different things physically and mentally. Um, and a lot of the times um, having sex with someone else, regardless of who your partner is, um, can be intimate or cannot be intimate. Um, but it can require you to be comfortable with where you are um, and who you are at. So making sure you feel in a good spot when you're engaging in sexual activity with someone, um, regardless of what that sexual activity is. And then off of that, it's important to remember that people have sex in all different kinds of ways. Um, I mean, you have sex with yourself through masturbation, um, you have vaginal sex, oral sex, anal sex, all kinds of things like sex toys. Um, if anyone's ever seen our Good Vibrations program, uh, we bring in a large variety of sex toys. So that's always a fun one. Um, so it's also important to remember that sex just doesn't mean um, vaginal and penile sex because there is a wide variety of sex with all different kinds of genders. And so just keep in mind um, being gender inclusive when you talk about that kind of stuff. Um, and another thing, to talk about, uh, I see jokes about it a lot. Me and my friends joke about it. I'm sure Erin and her friends have, um, is not orgasming every time you have sex because there's a common misconception that um, you have to orgasm every time you have sex or it wasn't sex. Um, obviously, I mean, that's, that's the, could be the best part of sex. <laughs> um, so again, j just important to remember that, um, being comfortable with yourself is good and, and can make um, orgasming and sex just more pleasurable in general. Honestly, just for me, what I've found is like, you know, being more comfortable with yourself, you know what you want and you know what makes you feel good and stuff like that. So even just like, you know, exploring with yourself and like just taking some time, you know, like it's, it can be a stress reliever too. Like, honestly, just, yeah. just exploring and stuff. And in that way, you know, you can communicate in the bedroom of the stuff that you that you like and that you know will make you feel good. And you know, um, that's important to know too, because if you don't really know that, then you know, it's not always enjoyable for you. The other person doesn't quite know what you like, you know, it's that a sense of communication that you have to have. Yeah, and, and going back to the um, whole masturbation topic um, that I know out of like some sex topics, that's like uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about. Um, but I mean, it, it, it's recommended to, to try that stuff with yourself because you people find that once they do they learn what they like more um, and then that will make things um, easier with their partner 
And like you just said, Aaron, like communication, communication, communication. Um, and if you're not feeling comfortable with who you're having sexual relationships with, um, that can make the sex a lot worse. I mean, everything in your life is more enjoyable when you feel comfortable. Yeah, I have some, um, back on that masturbation topic, I have um, some friends who have like confided in me that have told me that like, you know, they went, they went like a little bit of a while without like exploring themselves and without, you know, trying masturbation and stuff. And like, they found that they weren't enjoying sex, you know, but like, especially for us as girls, it's, it's difficult to find that sense of like, you know, what we like, it takes, it takes a lot more. So, um, you know, in finding that they were able to realize what they liked more in the bedroom and like apply that, you know, but it takes a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a different experience, you know? Yeah. And, and there's, and there's all these faux pas with masturbation, especially like, I know, like me and my guy friends joke and we've joked about it forever. Like everyone like just assumes that if you are, um, um, the male gender or identify as someone who is a male, um, that you like start masturbating at like a young age. That's like a, like, I don't know if that's been a joke with you or like, jokes you've heard. Like that's like a common thing, and and I've just even seen over the past like like recent years, like growing up, like a lot more stuff on like uh, female masturbation and like girls being like open with talking about like their masturbation. So I think that's pretty cool and empowering, and makes it more like that. Like I feel like girls are often thought that it will be weird if they masturbate, like kind of thing, yeah. opposed opposed to guys, but. I think that's definitely changed changed over the years from what I've seen. No, yeah, even yeah, it was it wasn't until like I got to college that it was more like widely it seemed more like widely socially accepted for um female masturbation, which is kind of cool because you know you, you grow up and you're used to hearing one thing and being around like one thing, and then you just kind of get like culturally educated by just like being immersed in a different type of like population and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like college in general, just like when it comes to all like topics around sex, just like change, just it just changes from high school, just changes. Some, no, no, no. some maybe for good, some, some maybe for not, but. Yeah, but even going off more, more of that, I know we're diving a lot into like masturbation right now, but I feel like it's a really big topic to cover, you know, because it's not as like socially accepted or it seems like it's not as socially accepted, you know, like everyone does it. We all know everyone does it. But, you know, it's just not talked about as much as, like, the other types of sex, you know, like, you don't, especially in, in COVID, like, you don't even need, like, a partner right now to have sex, you know, you can, like, just have sex with yourself and masturbation, and, like, that doesn't quite have to be done with, like, sex toys, like we were talking about before, you know, you, like, you can do that with, yeah, yourself, but if you want to incorporate sex toys, you can, it's just not, not, like, a definite, you know, it changes for everyone. Yeah, and I feel like, um, I feel like masturbate, like this, this could not be true, but like statistically wise, I feel like masturbation's probably been on the uptick since COVID oh, because, because people are like, obviously trying to limit their exposure to people. So like, it's less, like, I feel like people are probably less willing to just have like a leisure hookup because now it's like, now it's not like, oh, I could get an STI. It's like, oh, I could get an STI and I could get COVID. So I feel no, like people yeah. definitely masturbated more. No, you know, you know what I've heard that's actually kind of funny is that um, kind of sliding into our next topic here is that like, I've seen people joke about kind of like, oh yeah, I'll go and have sex with this person, but 
they're gonna have to wear a mask like that kind of the same thing can be used with condoms you know like you can apply that mask thing to like just general hookup safety you know yeah it's like, a condom for your private parts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a mask <laughs> no, yeah. yeah yeah like like a mask that you wear during sex which I don't know how many people like actually do that I've just heard it as like a joke and people making a joke but like what if you're just saying that on a condom like would you be like oh I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely wear a condom because I don't want to get an STI like hello that's common sense right we don't want to get an STI we don't want to like obviously I, I probably can speak for a lot of people around our age and like this just college population is that just most of us are not financially, mentally, socially prepared to have a child. And a condom can is like a very big definer in like if you're having a child or not. Because like that's a big way to prevent pregnancy and STI. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not I'm not in the space to have a child at the moment. Never. Um, <laughs> no, not me. And um and a lot of things people don't know is like uh like when you're talking about like oral contraceptives, like birth control, like that when you mix alcohol and oral contraceptives, like it makes them less effective. And also just the use of contraceptives in general, like once you put alcohol into the mix, and I'm not saying that everyone in college is drunk when they're hooking up, because obviously there's a lot of sober hookups as well. But I mean, when you think about the term like hook up, it usually tends to be on a weekend, you know, maybe a little bit of alcohol or or other substances involved. And, and just like the, the, how like effective contraceptives are just like goes down when um alcohol is put in the mix like by the way the medication works but also like just by human error um mm-hmm. so on that point you know wear a condom regardless I mean there's plenty of types of condoms out there obviously um penile condoms and then there's fc2s dental dams um actually when it does come to the topic of condoms uh we do condom delivery which is super cool it's free honestly it's it's I think it's a great resource on campus especially now like you know not necessarily um me personally but I do have friends who like are like I just don't really feel comfortable purchasing condoms or like oh what do I do when like when I like come to a hookup with a condom I don't want them to think that I'm like prepared but I want to be prepared in case it happens you know it's kind of like, like social kind of thing but um a big part about our contactless condoms is that like you don't have to buy them you don't have it literally comes in discreet packaging to your dorm room and yeah it's it's free which is pretty there, good yeah there's pretty much I mean with that there's pretty much no excuse to not have one um and that's yeah. like I get what you mean that like I've heard that like my guy friends say they're like well I want to hang out with this person and like I'm gonna bring a condom just in case but then they're like well okay well what if we end up hooking up and then I pull out a condom and then whoever they're hooking up with is like oh well you came over here with the total intention that we were hooking up so I I think I think we need to change the way we view contraceptives and being like they're just someone is just prepared you know what I mean because it's better to be safe than sorry like you said with the mask you know you don't see people not wearing a mask right now so exactly yeah the student advocates for wellness are now offering our contactless condom program Springfield College students can receive free condoms in discreet, unmarked packaging delivered straight to their door. All you have to do is go to our Instagram at sc underscore student advocates, click the link in our bio, and fill out a Google form telling us your name, dorm, and room number, and the condoms will come straight to your door. Once again, that's at sc underscore student advocates. And always remember, we come faster than you do.
You know, honestly, one of the uh, main parts about me coming to Springfield College was just like how small the campus was, you know, and like having these connections with people, but like in a, in a, like a sexual aspect, you have to also think about that. Cause like, yeah, you mentioned hookups kind of more being like on the weekend spur of the moment, like not really anticipating, it just kind of happens. Right. But like the hard part with that is that it feels like once you, once you do that, kind of everyone knows. And so like big part about that is kind of like, you know, kind of like communicating with what, what you want, what you don't want. And like that kind of goes for that aspect too, you know? Yeah. The, yeah. Same. I love the small campus vibe and I definitely can never see myself at a big school. Um, but like one of my best friend goes to U at H and, and when I visited her in the past, like you can just kind of see like a different dynamic when it comes out, comes to the hookup culture, because I feel like you could hook up with someone on that large campus. And then if you never wanted to see them again, like you don't have to see them again. Like you could yeah, clearly yeah. avoid them, but like, I feel like here, if you hook up with someone, like the odds you see them in Cheney or like in the union or just like out and about is extremely high. Um, no, which, yeah, I mean, sure. which I mean, isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, like a fun fact about Springfield that I love is that um, like a lot of, we have a very high percentage of married couples that come out of Springfield College, like because people meet each other and like, as everyone, if you're a Springfield College listener, you know, like everyone who goes to the school, like often shares the same like philosophy, like the spirit, mind and body and the same ideals. Right, so, right. so we, the college sees a lot of marriages within mm-hmm. students, which I think that's pretty cool. So obviously there's not, it's not a bad thing that everyone knows everyone, but at the same time, it, it, it can be, it can be tough when it comes to the hookup culture. So I feel like, um, like you said, Aaron, like being open and honest um, with whoever you're engaging in sexual relationships with, if that's like a, a one-time thing um, or a, a multiple long thing. Um, and again, obviously, because everything ties back to COVID, um, safety and honesty with COVID is especially important when it comes to hooking up because y- you never know, you could get COVID and then you got to contact trace your your Wednesday night hookup so (laughs) no yeah yeah no for sure like the communication between like that and COVID kind of go hand in hand because like even with the whole like back to the whole small campus thing that you were talking about um you kind of want to not necessarily be like hey this was just a one-time thing don't really want to see you again kind of thing but you know if you if you want that on the down low and you don't want your the entire campus to know about your your sex life and like who you've um been hooking up with like you definitely want to say that you know like not a lot of people um I, I feel like there's a stigma around the whole like oh I don't want to say that I don't want them to get like offended like they're never gonna hook up with me again you know yeah. um because like I feel like it's it's I mean me personally if someone came up to me and was just like oh hey yeah I don't really want a lot of people to know about this I would respect that you know so I feel like just saying that and communicating that is definitely a big part of that stuff yeah and I, I just feel like I feel like we've ended up talking a lot about like hookups. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I, true, mean, yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with hookups, but it's just as a college student who has had a Tinder in her, in her life, like yeah. the majority of like um, interactions with like someone you might not interact with, especially now because like there's way less gatherings because of COVID, like a lot of that comes from dating apps. And then I, and I feel like 
either you find someone on a dating app that's like wants to date or like they're strictly like one night stand kind of thing. So I just feel like, I just feel like hookup culture has just taken off and I don't really know. Um, like I'm not saying all hookup culture is a bad thing. If you want to have a one night stand, like, and the person you're having it with is like, yes, like one night stand, perfect. Like, that's awesome. I, like, I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong um, with that because everyone is looking for something different. I just think it's, I just think all the stuff around like hookups is just funny. <laughs> no, you know, you know what I've noticed lately? It's like um, just talking to people about just, just around campus, like some of my friends and stuff. Um, I feel like now just the, like our generation has more of so like changed the hookup culture, like you were just saying to like more so like long-term like relationships not like uh, uh like friends like friends with benefits kind of thing yeah 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 thinking? more so like a friends with benefits thing yeah so like you know usually typically what I've heard happens is that, you know it starts on like tinder and you just chat with someone you know maybe hang out like one or two times and then it's just like okay cool yeah do you want to keep doing this and then you know it's more so I mean technically with that it's, it's kind of a a good idea in my opinion because you don't you have just one partner you know you don't have to worry about like oh yeah, well, I had sex with this person on this day, and then, like, the next day I had sex with this person, and then the next day I had sex with this, you know, it's, it's more so, like, you don't have to track who you've had sex with, it's, like, yeah, yeah, I've had sex with one person, and, like, that's kind of good in, like, a health sense, you know, so, like, um, for, like, STIs, like, they're still a thing, even though COVID is here, and, like, you know, like, it's still around, just because you're going to health center for COVID testing doesn't mean that, you can't go to the health center for STI testing, you know, like, yeah, totally. I know it's, it's probably calmed down a little more since, you know, we can't really, we don't have the same kind of campus life that we did like in previous years, but STIs are still around. And if you're hooking up with like one person as like a friends with benefits thing, obviously you don't have to worry so much more about like who they've gotten with and then who another person has gotten with and, you know, kind of like down the line of that, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I just feel like getting tested for STIs is just like a better be safe than sorry thing because it's like, Absolutely. like I know, I know like my doctor's office at home, like when I go in for my physical, they they just routine test you and kind of thing. And sometimes I'll hear, like I was uh, not going to say who, but I was talking to one of my guy friends the other day and he was like, oh yeah, like I don't, I've never been tested before. And I was like, what do you mean you've never been, never been tested before? But I, so like, I, I feel like people associate like getting tested for STIs, like with that, like they're dirty and like that they Absolutely. have an STI. And I'm like, it's just, they should be viewed, it should be viewed as like a routine checkup thing you do. Like you go to the dentist every year, you get your physical, I hope you go to the dentist every year, <laughs> but like <laughs> you, know, you get your physical every year kind of thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. So it's def definitely good practice and uh, and when you're when you if you are switching multiple partners again if if that's your thing and that's working for you switching multiple partners like there's there's no shame here and you're free to do whatever you like but get tested it's just like better be safe than sorry right yeah and, and mostly like it depends where you go but mostly it's 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 pretty accessible, you know, like you said, like the doctor's office and like getting your physical and stuff like they do that for me too. I get routine STI testing, like when I get my, my physical and like, um, yeah, like you were about your... offers a lot yes. of free testing. Um, yep. and they're like the stuff through Planned Parenthood. Um, I'm not sure where the closest one around here is, but I know there's one really close to in my town and, and it's like, they offer routine testing and it's also like, you can get it off your insurance. 
Like, you don't need to like mm-hmm. offer an insurance card. So like, if it was like a situation where you were like, didn't want your parents to see if you're on like your parents' insurance that you got like tested for STIs, um, right, right, they right, can do yeah. that, which is pretty cool. No, definitely. I feel like that's a, that's a huge thing. I didn't even think about that. Cause um, you know, there, there's definitely, especially I was thinking about my, myself last year and my experience with just college and like my relationship with my parents last year as compared to it as this year and like you know like that would definitely be a thing to consider for especially being like a first year student if you still have that like oh I'm kind of worried about what like my parents are going to say like I'm not quite out of the house yet you know where like you you progress in your undergrad and like your schooling and stuff and you're like okay yeah I'm like more of an adult and more on my own like this shouldn't matter right so like yeah, and that, taking that off your insurance, I think that is definitely a good thing to mention. Yeah, and that sure. just made me think of something a little bit off topic, like same with SCI testing at the health center, you can also like purchase birth control out of pocket there. Like if you wanted like yeah. an oral contraceptive, um, that just made me think of that. So like if, if you're in a situation where like you don't want your birth control on um, your parents' insurance, but you need it, um, that's, a, <laughs> that's a pretty cool option of the health center, I think. But yeah, but even like also with birth controls, it's not always used just for a contraceptive, you know, like it can yeah. be used for so many other things like, you know, controlling acne and like just controlling like symptoms and stuff. And like, that is definitely like, you know, an, another good thing to consider when talking about like contraceptives and like ways to be safe with like your partner and stuff, you know, you have to keep that in mind too, that it affects more than just that. Um, but yeah, even at the, the health center, isn't it free to get SCI testing there? um I believe I believe it is free um I don't I I feel like I should know that but I don't want to I don't want to speak on it um right and and lead someone the wrong way um that's definitely something I should look into but I know a couple times they offer like before pre-covid through student advocates we've done some things where I believe we did it in Dodge one time like where you could go and they had like testing set up so like it was kind of like initiative to like force like in a way, like how they set up your flu shot to kind of like get more people to go. Um, but right. I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain that if you go to the health center, um, it is free. Or I'm sure it could be one of those situations where if it might not be, that like something can be worked out. Um, because they're super understanding over there, which is super Actually, cool. You know what I'm just thinking of now, because like, um, I think what they do is even on the insurance statement is they just have it as like a like a diagnostic lab test oh like a lab like when it charges yeah. yeah so when it charges the insurance I think it just says like test like lab testing you know so that mm-hmm. could be for anything that could be blood work that could be you know SCI testing like we just talked about it could be like literally anything that might have to be sent to a lab you know so like I think that you do have to bring your insurance card and stuff like that but I don't think that it'll be like oh SDI testing on your yeah insurance, <laughs> yeah you know? so it, it definitely has privacy but um oh yeah now that you say that I think I'm pretty sure it it, yeah it like doesn't say all right on to like this last thing that I wanted to talk with you about um kind of I know we've been having like a lot of fun just chatting about like all things sex and just like just having like a conversation (laughs) about this but like you know an important thing that I think we should mention is just like is how to ask for consent I feel like that's a really difficult thing to like segue into a conversation you know like you know, you're, you're just hanging out with someone with your partner and then, you know, one thing leads to the next and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I interrupt this moment without actually interrupting the moment, you know? And like, yeah. I, I saw this thing I wanted to bring up. I saw this video on, on TikTok, of course. I feel like that's where everyone finds just everything nowadays. Uh, so, um, so much. 
<laughs> but I follow this this sex therapist on there just because she has a lot of very interesting information that, um, that I just like to learn about. And she included a video on how to like sexily ask for consent. You know, like it comes in many forms. It's not just like, do you consent to having sex right now? You know, like you can definitely segue that and like turn it into a more like more conversational aspect. You know, like she mentioned stuff like, oh, do you like, do you like when I do this? Tell me what you want me to do. Um, you know, do you, do you like this? You know, just like stuff like that, that seems like it wouldn't be, but you're getting a definite yes or no answer from your partner. And that's that is the whole aspect around consent you know you just like you can't get like a oh, I don't know maybe from like do you like this you know um it's yeah. definitely a, a yes or no yeah and like even w- like with consent but also like making sex better with your partner like you're absolutely if you, if you don't let them know how things are going like you could just be having bad sex which would be unfortunate um but like and consent is hard because I get, again, I keep going back to hookups, but it's like, people are like, oh, well, if, like you said, ruining the mood. People are like, well, I don't want to ruin the mood. And, but it's like, it should be, it's, consent is necessary. Like you need to know if someone is okay with what is going on, because if not, then that's not okay for things to be happening. Um, and I feel like there's such as like faux pas around it. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to kill the mood. Like, I'm like, well, the mood's going to be killed, like, if someone isn't comfortable with what you're doing, and also that's not okay. Exactly, exactly yeah, that's definitely a, a big part of it, um, but yeah, I feel like it's, it's becoming more common now to ask those questions in sex, which I feel like is really, really good, especially in, in today's society, but, um, yeah, definitely, and, and like you said, I feel like our, our generation, like, we're just, we're just becoming more, sexually comfortable and also like just by like we just talk about sex more like I feel like five years ago even like god you would have never heard a, a podcast about two college students talking about sex for other college <laughs> students for other college Absolutely. students too. like I just feel like the, the just the sex conversation in general has just become a lot more like safe and comfortable and that's awesome because that it should like it's a natural thing like like we going back to what we talked about in the very beginning like sex is fun that's why that's why people have sex um so being able to like just like make the conversation a little bit more open and then like a little bit more silly like don't get us wrong Aaron and I were like all right here we go like podcast about <laughs> podcast about sex like it's it's still an awkward thing to talk about um but kind of by like joking about and like breaking the awkwardness um it just makes people feel more comfortable um and again like Aaron said like consent is necessary and going on um that topic just just briefly um obviously this uh Springfield College um provides an amount of resources um through student advocate stuff and then also through the Title IX office um Aaron Leeper is the new director of the non-discrimination initiatives and the Title IX administration um and they, you can also find them at their email, title nine at springfieldcollege.edu. Um, but they are doing a lot of great things and continuing to do a lot of great things on, on topics of consent and healthy relationships and how healthy relationships look different for everyone. Um, so when it comes to that kind of a little bit, a little bit harder topics to discuss, um, they offer a lot of great resources. 
Thank you for joining us today. We hope you shared some laughs with us and feel more comfortable talking about sex. For all things student advocates for wellness, follow us on Instagram at sc underscore student advocates. We hope you enjoyed it and tune in on Wednesday, April 28th for our next episode about adulting. Wellness.